Hello and welcome to Meldon Law and Friends, a weekly podcast brought to you by Meldon Law, a statewide law firm with its primary office in Gainesville, where we've been practicing, or I should say Jeffrey Meldon, has been practicing for 50 years. He just got his 50-year acknowledgement from the Florida Bar. I've got Kerry Meldon here, uh, the other named partner in Meldon Law joining me. My name is Chris Qualman, and Kerry, great to be doing the show. It's going to be a special show today. Uh, yeah. Jeffrey is actually uh, working. He's getting ready for uh, a big uh, announcement, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But okay. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to have David uh, in we also have uh, Eric, Eric Zika later on as a guest as well. So I think it's going to be a great show. And uh, we appreciate all you listeners out there joining in for another edition of Meldon Law and Friends. Hard to believe this is episode 34. We've been doing this since early November. We've just been rocking along. We haven't missed a single week since then. For those of you who are listening, uh, you are listening most likely on one of, I think it is 39 different audio platforms where we do archive all our programs. And of course, we are live right now on Facebook Live. And we also will have the show archived if you miss it or know someone who missed it uh, on our Web Meldon Law Facebook page and also on the YouTube page. I'd like to remind everybody, and David, maybe we didn't tell you this beforehand, we are taking questions live on the air. So if you have a question, for Kerry Meldon or for David Poe, he's going to be talking about a lot of things going on in the city of Alachua in just a minute or two. If you have a question for Kerry, a question for David, whatever it may be, all you have to do is type the question in on the Facebook Live comments section. Uh, David, of course, you, you come to the uh, table here today with a tremendous amount of experience in Alachua. Uh, my understanding is you're the past president of the Alachua Chamber of Commerce, and you're going to be telling us about a great event called Sportsplex, right? Sports Fest. Sports yes. Fest. Yes, I, I was am. close. Uh, <laughs> glad to. Thank you, Chris. So Sports Fest is, is actually the full name is Dollar okay. General Sports Fest Capital City Bike Shootout. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have it at Turkey Creek this year. We're able to come home. Turkey Creek's been closed for several years, and now it's open again. And we've come home. And so uh, it's this Saturday at uh, starting at 830. Uh, it's um, it's uh, the primary philanthropic event that the Chamber in Alachua ha- holds every year. It sounds amazing. You know, we had a couple of months ago uh, the, the gentlemen who are the entrepreneurs, the driving force behind that Turkey Creek course. It's really amazing how they turned that around. And, and someone who lives at Turkey Creek and was a former member there, we're very excited about Turkey Creek being back. And it's a it's a... It's it's volunteer driven, and it's it's still a work in progress. We're not perfect yet, but it gets better every week. So, we're excited about it. Well, Sports Fest sounds great. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully participating in it. And uh, in Alachua County, in, in, in the city of Alachua, Turkey Creek has been there for. Uh, how, when was it originally? Built? It was originally built in the mid '70s. I think it opened right. in '76, mm-hmm. and I actually came back from college back to Alachua in '77. So it's been there as long as I've been out of college. Now, when I was playing it back in the '90s, I remember there was a par three with this huge bunker. <laughs> that you had to hit out of. Do you remember that? That I think it was the 16th hole, if I remember correctly. Um, the, the 16th, as, as is, it might be the 17th hole. Would have, 17th hole, yeah. Right. Two big bunkers, one on each side. Yeah. So it was um, like crawling straight, out of a crater. Straight is rewarded. Is it still? Uh, does it still exist? It, it still is. And 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 getting this course open originally, we were able to get three holes open as a practice facility. Wow. And That's so wonderful. that hole is one of three, 10, 16, uh, 10 17, and 18 mm-hmm. that have been in use now for two years. Wow. And that green is fully grown in and is very nice. And so. it, it'll tell the, the people that come out there now what it's going to look like a year from now, exactly how these greens will, will grow back in and be really nice. Wonderful. What, what I was amazed not, not by. Not that they're that bad oh, now. Well. <laughs> <laughs> was the fact that it was truly a community effort to, to reopen the, the Turkey Creek, that it was really just people banding together, people pitching in, uh, pulling out the weeds, doing everything they had to do to restore it. Maybe you could tell the viewers who aren't familiar with the story a little bit about that. Yes, so um, when the golf course closed as a result of the recession uh, back in uh, the early 2010s, 
uh, it, it just it grew to weed, mm-hmm. and uh, and over over the years, the people with the community at Turkey Creek uh, said, "We need to buy this. We need to buy this." And so the homeowners association agreed on a purchase price and took it to the homeowners to say, "Well, can we buy? Will we buy this? It's going to cost us this, and all of you are going to pay X amount." And we had an overwhelming vote in favor of it, and uh, so. The Homeowners Association bought it. We shopped it out to see if we could find a, uh, a golf course management company to take over it, but it needed too much upgrade and mm-hmm. too much to bring it back that they for what they wanted to, to uh, put out. So a group of volunteers got together, and they formed a, an organization, and we've raised some money through that organization, and we, bought, we upgraded the irrigation system, and we started put just people going out there, cutting trees back, cutting grass, recreating bunkers, and that's and that's where we have come from. And now we have partnered with uh, with a uh, golf course management company, Davy Golf uh, okay. Management, and they are handling our agronomics. And we still have volunteers working to to keep to to keep the place rolling. Wonderful. And we're, we're we're looking to grow. So tell us a little bit about the the origins of Sports Fest. Uh, I know it's got a longer name, and we'll talk about the Dollar General Sports Fest, and uh, you can complete right. the name for me, but yeah, I want to know a little absolutely. bit about the the, uh, the origins of it, and tell me, uh, you know, what it's for. Yeah, you know, it's it's this is our 31st year, although that is being argued that it may be our 33rd, uh-huh. uh, but uh, back in the late 80s, uh, there was a, a, a closed uh, private school in Alachua called Rolling Green, mm-hmm. and um, and the city of Alachua bought it, and with the idea of making a recreation facility, because we didn't have good recreation in the city of Alachua then, and it was something that a lot of the citizens wanted to see developed by the city. And so the city bought uh, the, the, the school with that idea, and they did, but they still didn't have a budget for it. And so this, this golf course grew out of the desire to raise funds to renovate the athletic facilities at the old Rolling Green, which is now Legacy Park. Alachua mm-hmm. has a sure. fantastic park at Legacy Park now, and it's grown. It's doubled or tripled in size. But the original part of it, a lot of the facilities you see there are, are things that were built or funded by uh, the Sports Fest Golf Tournament, the pavilion, the community pavilion where you can go down and have um, and, and have uh, barbecues and family reunions. The uh, back in the back in the day, they air conditioned the gym. They replaced the floor. We've we've replaced the um, we've replaced the uh, scoreboards for the football field. Mm-hmm. Uh, several others, but um, at, you know the city developed a budget their own, mm-hmm. and they started being able to take care of a lot of that. So uh, so a lot of our funding went more directly towards the uh, the youth activities up there. And this, this really is amazing to me, listening to you explain this, because we were talking even before we went on the air. You, you are you know, a past president of the Alachua Chamber of Commerce. We had the current president, Mitch Glazer, on just uh, not long ago. And I think for the viewers and <laughs> listeners who may not be fully familiar with the city of Alachua, it's really incredible the, the commitment I see from the chamber there to economic development, to recreation, to youth activities. And this really seems to be falling in line with that. Absolutely. <clears throat> Pardon. Absolutely. And you'll, you, you'll, and when I roll into what Dollar General's role in this mm-hmm. is, you'll see how what our envision was is that, as a chamber, was youth athletics is a builds uh, the kind of things you want in a future business owner and a future employee. And I, I we want those more. people yeah. to stay in Alachua and to have an opportunity to. And we wanted them to have the skills that they needed. It's teamwork. It's responsibility. You have to be there every day. You have to be responsible to your teammates and to your coaches. Wow. All of these things that are taught in organized youth sports are things that transfer over later into life and, are, and, and mean something in the business world to business owners and to uh, people that work. Very you well know, put, David. I, I was also you know, talking with you before we went on the air, speaking of athletic background. 
you were telling me that you actually played for the Gators. You were a teammate of a good yeah. friend of ours, Wayne Fields, and then uh, you returned to Georgia. So maybe talk a little bit about yeah. your athletic pursuits. Yeah, well, I was uh, – I was. Uh, they had a position at the University of Florida back then that they don't have on the football team now. It's called tackling dummy. And so, <laughs> I think they and still so, have that. But yeah, yeah. They, I was a walk-on at the yeah. University of Florida. I played my high school ball at Woodward Academy in Atlanta, Georgia, okay. where our family's originally from. We came here in 1961. Mm-hmm. But um, I finished my education up there. And um, I, I wanted to keep playing football, and I had the opportunity to come to Florida and walk on and, and played for a year. It was the last year they had freshman ball, so I was on the right. freshman team. Mm-hmm. And um, But I, was, um, I had an injury the next year, and so that put an end to uh, pursuing uh, continuing football. And those things happened, but it was an it was a great experience, and I wouldn't trade the, the fact that I got to play a year of college football for anything. I, I agree, that's awesome. So you are a huge uh, Gator fan well, from not Georgia. Ex- huh? Not exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll let him explain that. My father played for the University of Georgia <laughs> uh-huh. under Wally Butts, so oh. I grew up with red and black in the house, okay. and so. And uh, and that was per- that blood was pretty thick too. So we still kind of like we like the uh, we like the dogs. Well, that's okay. My so. father went to Ohio State. Yeah, he did. And uh, he's he grew up a Buckeye. Yeah, but now he's a Gator. So yeah. you can like okay. both. You can you like go. two teams. Hey, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And we've had some very spirited games, of course. I mean, how do you think your Bulldogs are going to do uh, this upcoming year? Well. The, uh, you know, we always have hope. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I went well, under Kirby I, Smart. You guys have been yeah. uh, right up there at the very, very top. I think they're going to have a real good football team this year, but you really, really never know. Does, does the offensive line come together? Does the defensive yeah. backfield, a lot of replacements, are they going to be what they need to be? So you just, you know, er, and who gets who gets hurt? Who do you lose that you don't anticipate? Well, and that goes even for though, every team. Even though you may be predominantly a Bulldog fan, we want you to come to our event this week. We have tomorrow the grand opening of the Melden Law Ocala office. We've been talking about this now for really months, and it's finally come together. It is tomorrow, uh, Wednesday the 16th of June from 4.30 to 7 p.m. Carrie, I, I know... Uh, <laughs> You're pretty excited about that. You and your father have put so much into this. This is uh, going to be a really fun event, and everybody is welcome. So anybody out there that's listening to our Facebook podcast, please come to uh, 1326 South Pine Avenue. It's in Ocala, Florida. We're going to have pizza. We're going to have drinks. We're going to have great music. We're going to have Albert in Alberta. And there's a, a rumor... Uh, that I guess, I guess is fact now that the head ball coach, oh, yeah. Steve Spurrier himself, will be attending the ribbon cutting along with the mayor of Ocala and other dignitaries as well. So you, you can shake are, you can shake the old ball, ball coach's hand, right? Absolutely, I'd love to. <laughs> no, anytime. Go ahead, tell us more about it. No, love uh, coach so, so we're really excited to uh, have our grand opening tomorrow. It's Wednesday from uh, 4:30 to 7 p.m. Uh, rain or shine although we're going to be uh, hoping for shine tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be, uh, I know it's going to be a great event, and we're really excited to have uh, uh, our official opening tomorrow at 4.30 to 7 on 3, 1326 South Pine Avenue, Ocala. That's right. You won't miss it. It's on 441, and there is a giant electronic sign out front. This man is on it. Jeffrey's on it. We're, we're rolling some of the commercials you may have seen the last couple of weeks and months. And we also run a lot of community service news. So it's open to everybody. And I want to switch gears for a second because we do have a Facebook question. We've only got a minute left, but before the break, do you have room for golfers this Saturday? And if so, how do we join? Well, uh, we're pretty full, actually, but we may have room for one or two teams. Mm-hmm. And if I can, after the break, I can give you a phone number for the chamber, and they can call there for more, okay. more details. Sounds like a plan. Again, you are watching Meldon Law and Friends, a weekly live podcast brought to you by Meldon Law. Check out our website at www.meldonlaw.com. Give us a call anytime, toll free at one 800 373-8000. On behalf of Carrie Meldon and myself, Chris Qualman, we will be right back after this. The Gator Nation will be the first to tell you that in all kinds of weather, we all stick together. 
which is why Melden Law is honored to be the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. We hope you never find yourself the victim of a serious accident, but if you do, our team is here for you. Gators won't back down from a fight, and neither do we. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melden Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. Hello and welcome back to today's edition of Melden Law and Friends. Today is Tuesday, June 15th, 2021. This is episode 34 of our podcast. If you want to take a look at the older uh, editions of the show, you can see them on the YouTube Melden Law page. You can also go to the Melden Law Facebook page. And for those of you watching live right now on Melden Law's Facebook page, if you have any questions for our guest, uh, David Pope, or for Kerry Melden, we've got Eric Zika coming up on the second half of the show, an entrepreneur who's done a lot of great things in the hospitality restaurant industry. He's going to be talking about that. Also, Kerry, I want to say just a couple more words about that event tomorrow. Huge event, grand opening of the Ocala office. Now, your dad's actually been practicing there for 43 years. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we've had a constant presence in Ocala. This is different, though. Brand new building, and it's all it's all the firms. This is a going to be a incredible opportunity to serve the people of Ocala like we've never been able to serve them before. True. And Ocala has an amazing community. Uh, they're very uh, tight knit, and the op- uh, and just to have that amazing opportunity to go out there and meet some people tomorrow is going to be worth it. Uh, and I really I want everybody, even if you're not from Ocala, come on down and check out the definitely, office. Definitely, definitely. It's, it's in a great area. It's right off of 441, and you can't miss it. You, can, you won't miss it. There's, there's a hundred. There's a hundred and twenty uh, square foot uh, electric <laughs> billboard. That's going to be broadcasting uh, the show. That's right. And, and speaking of which, I just learned before we went on the air that the uh, radio program, the Tailgate Show, with our friends Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, mm-hmm. will be broadcasting live from the show. So uh, by all means, tune in to 8.50 a.m. Uh, you can listen to it on your way to the event. Or if for any reason you can't make it, you can listen to them any rate. But I know uh, you certainly know Jeff Cardozo very well. You know, he's very involved with uh, things you're doing. I do. And, and uh, before we came home to Turkey Creek this year, the last several years, we've been at Ironwood. And, of course, right. Jeff is mm-hmm. a manager. Man, sure. And Eric Thomas. Uh, Eric is great. The pro out there is just, yeah. he's done a fantastic he job for us. He hits the ball a mile. You ever yeah. seen him hit a drive? Well, I have. I've played with him. He's, you, it's, if you're on his scramble team, yeah. you're in a good position. No matter what I, tournament you're playing, I know, and, and unfortunately, he's yeah. on uh, he's on one of my best friends' teams. Oh, not mine. So, so well. David, we have a question. Uh, the question is: If I want my business to sponsor the sports fest, how do I go about that? Well, the best way is to contact the chamber, and they will put you in touch with me or one of the other committee members. And uh, it's it's a little late right now. But we might still be able to have opportunities for a uh, whole sponsorship. Mm-hmm. But uh, most because of the event is actually this Saturday, we, most all of the advertising and other opportunities are uh, just about done. But for next year, next year we want to hear from you. We would love <laughs> to so have you call. We're, yeah, we're going to do something very spontaneous. We're going to take an early break because we're going to bring someone else on that Ooh, works for you. So, super. hey, this is, you know, live on the fly. So we're going to take another break. We will be right back with Belden Law and Friends. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melden Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. The Gator Nation will be the first to tell you that in all kinds of weather, we all stick together. 
which is why Melden Law is honored to be the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. We hope you never find yourself the victim of a serious accident, but if you do, our team is here for you. Gators won't back down from a fight, and neither do we. Hello and welcome back. We took a spontaneous break there because we have a wonderful guest that uh, has showed up and we're so happy she's here. Romina Mincy has been working in Alachua, working in banking and servicing the community since 2011. And you're very, very involved in the projects that we've been talking about. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, um, Alachua is my hometown for me now. Um, you know, we do, the Chamber does a lot for Alachua, and all the proceeds that we do, all the events we do, all the proceeds do go back into Alachua, which is really neat, and that's why I'm very big on it. Um, so the Sports Fest is coming up, and I'm sure you guys know that all those proceeds that we gain from the Sports Fest will go back into the community, whether it's the schools or a sports team that the Alachua is trying to um, make for the kids or the libraries um, so I do go around and I collect all the door prices from all the you know all the businesses around so okay. we have a lot a lot and I will say a lot of gift cards to give away um, we have a lot of um, uh, golf bags and you know, lots of stuff. All, lots of stuff to give away. So we we have so, some questions. I just I want to jump to them because we've asked people to type in questions. One of them is was already asked if you want if a business wants to sponsor. David told us just to have them contact the chamber. Correct. Mm -hmm. And what is the tea time on Saturday? And will you be providing food? Got to have food for the golfers. Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> if you have a bunch of golfers together, you better have food, or you won't have a bunch of golfers. Yeah. It's uh, it's that's a yep. We uh, tee off at 8.30, it's a shotgun start, and okay. we look to have a full field of, of 22, uh, 22 teams. Wow. And uh, we're going to feed you. We've had Fitz Kane grilling sausages sausage dogs every year for the last 20 at did you, least. Did you bring some samples? Carrie and, and I are kind of yeah, hungry. I know it, and uh, I should have. But um, also, Miappa is providing a full breakfast oh, for wonderful. us. Oh, wonderful. Right. Right. Boy, yeah. I tell you, they, have, they are amazing. We, you know, they're in Alachua, too. They're not just in Gainesville. They do. I've been there. And, yeah. And I love going there for lunch, and I uh, love that they're in Alachua and everything that they've done for the city. And so they're going to provide breakfast for us. Mm -hmm. And then our lunch is going to be catered by Conestogas, who's been in this from the beginning. Rick I've, Robertson there is one of the original founders of Greatest Fest. burger, I swear, um, I think I've ever had. They, yeah. they make an amazing hamburger. So I, I was <laughs> born and raised in, uh, on Millhopper Road, yeah. which is not too far from uh, Alachua or Alachua. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> and when I was a kid, uh, when I... I guess in the 90s and 2000s, they started doing the challenge over at Conestogas. So for those listeners out there, uh, uh, you're familiar with the challenge, of I course, am. David. <laughs> Why don't you tell those people out there at Conestogas uh, what, what you win. I don't know what you win, I, but I've I, never seen anyone accomplish it before. I, I, I hadn't looked at the details lately, but yeah. you've got to eat a lot of meat. Yes, some giant steak. It used to be three 16-ounce patties stacked yeah. on top of each other. And whenever we would go out there, uh, we, you know, we were 16, 17, we're young men, we're all in athletics, we thought we can do it. Not one person can finish it. I mean, these burgers, it was three of their burgers, their pound burgers stacked on yeah. top of each other. Yeah. But uh, it's great food. Conestogas is, a, um, is definitely a, a legendary restaurant, and it's awesome that they're involved in Sports Fest. I didn't know that. That's kind of a cool, yeah. uh, Absolutely. That's, that's a cool deal. So my understanding is we were talking uh, some volunteer opportunities. Uh, maybe talk to our viewers and listeners a little bit about that. Yes. So South State Bank and my team, we volunteer every year, and we go out there and we man the registration, mm -hmm. um, and we collect all the funds for the tickets, you mm -hmm. know, um, that everyone wants to purchase the 50-50. We have the door price tickets, and we have the mulligan tickets that we sell. Okay. Um, which is really neat because every all the golfers will purchase all the tickets, which is nice. And um, and then during lunchtime, while people are eating lunch, we will raffle out the tickets 
of all the prizes and the 50-50. So, um, but other than that, we do have this year Bite Squads coming out. Cool. They're going to volunteer to help. Um, we have South State, and we have a friend of ours, Pedro, that comes out to volunteer. Good old Pedro. So, it's nice. Well, let me ask you, so the, the city of Alachua, or is it the city of Alachua, and how do we juxtapose that to the uh, county? <laughs> I want to have the final answer today so, on yeah, Melbourne Friends. You're not going to have it me, because I was... Uh, raised in Naples, and I came here only <laughs> 10 years ago. But so you are on the chamber. We're putting chamber. you on the spot. You're the vice president, and we yes, have past so president here. So. Lachua, Would you, you like know? me to help you out on that one? <laughs> <laughs> but you All can right. correct me, yes. Either pronunciation is acceptable. There you now, go. back in the um, 60s, <laughs> the, uh, the biggest industry in Alachua was Copeland Sausage Company. It's now a small industrial park over by the uh, Progress Corporate Park, mm -hmm. where our biotech sector is. And, um, and they had a bumper sticker that said, a lot you weigh all the way. A lot you weigh all the way. I so like people it. started just calling it, well, I think they, they started, they put, the, put it on the bumper sticker, and then so everybody started calling <laughs> it just a lot you weigh instead of a lot you are. And it kind of distinguished us from a lot County. Yeah. So you had a Lachua County, and you had the city of a lot you weigh. So all the way. The I like it. It, it was that civic pride. That's the first I've ever heard of it. Yeah. And you know what? It makes sense because the city is very close now. I mean, what you're doing out there is absolutely it's, incredible. It truly is. It's, it's, it's almost a Shangri-La for North Central Florida in a lot of ways, yeah. and it's getting better and better. We've had some incredible guests. I've spoken uh, to Mitch Glazer, Rich Blazer. Um, I, I know our next guest has gone out there and, and checked it out before. And uh, if you haven't been to Alachua or Alachua, whatever you want to call it, uh, you got to go check out all the things that are out there, yeah. Yeah. the parks, uh, the, uh, the biotech se sector, the restaurants, uh, everything. It's I wanted really to, I wanted to, in fact, pivot to let's talk about the city as a whole right now. Mm -hmm. um, I know so many exciting things, like Carrie is saying, are going on. Both of you with your involvement in the chamber, what, what can you tell the viewers and listeners who may not be familiar? Heck, we're not fully familiar with everything. So what's going on now and in the future? Go ahead. No, you can go ahead. Well, I would, I would just start with, you know, is, is we call it the good life community for a reason. It is a good life community. Okay. And, um, and I might take uh, the, the, the story of um, our, our, our incoming city manager, uh, Kamal Latham was when he came and he was with the Gainesville Chamber and he did a great job there. Uh, I think they actually moved to Alachua and um, when he took his next position uh, with the uh, with the U.S. Virgin Islands, he, they kept their home here and now they're coming back and he's going to be the new city manager in Alachua. I think starting in August. Uh, Adam, who's done a great job, is um, he's going to pursue some some business um, interest and um, and but that tells that all you need to hear is Kamal said I want to come. It's a good life community. That's where I want to live. I and believe we, it. We have a question on that point. The question is: Alachua is the hub and epicenter for the biotech sector in the state of Florida. So why Alachua? How did that happen? Yeah, well, I'm sure there's a lot of history there, and it was what the main reason is because Alachua welcomed the, the opportunity to put the park there and the industry there sure. for the foundation. The University of Florida Foundation uh, had that property, mm -hmm. and uh, Florida was looking at where do we put a put our biotech and put a, an incubator, and so Sid Martin Biotech Incubator was born, mm -hmm. and uh, that was the genesis of it. Alachua was, was welcoming to him and said, come up here, we want you to be here. And I actually come from the other side of Alachua with Alachua Commerce Center. That's the company that I work for, uh, the company that owns Alachua Commerce Center. We've done the distribution centers and the other industrial buildings on, on that development on that side of town. So we have a diverse economy. And I think that's a good part of it. And you have a, a banker here as well, Romina. <laughs> yeah. Tell us how you got into banking over at uh, at South, South State. State, and it was for, it was formerly known as a different name, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So we were first. I was Gateway mm -hmm. to begin with, and we were three little branches, um, just one in Ocala, one in Gainesville, one in Alachua, and then uh, ten years later, 
Um, it got sold to Center State, which mm -hmm. is totally fine. To, uh, Center State's great. Um, and then Center State merged recently, June 1st, with South State Bank. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is because we were buying all the mom and pop's little branches mm -hmm. going up north to give our customers more branches and ATMs. And instead of continuing that, we've merged together as a whole. Terrific. And um, it's going great, honestly. Wonderful. We only have about a minute and a half left. I just want to acknowledge uh, we didn't really get into the history of it, but Dollar General is, of course, the tournament sponsor for your event this weekend. I know you're very happy with that. That They are, and when the distribution center came to Alachua, uh, their general manager said, we want to be a part of the chamber and we want to be a part of building this community. And Dollar General's always had an emphasis on uh, literacy, and, okay. and that is where most of their philanthropic uh, activities go and they saw the connection in keeping kids in school so they could play sports and they could learn these things and grow up to be employees okay. uh, in the future and they saw this as a this is a nexus for us. Is there a website or anything people can go to to get information about Sports Fest? Uh, we don't have a website for that but they can get it on the Alachua Chamber website. Go to the Alachua Chamber website. The event is this weekend Tea, tea, tea time is 8.30 a.m. Yeah. You heard lots of great things about it. There's still opportunities to play. And we wish you the very best. I know it'll be a fantastic and, and event. When, and when David said shotgun start, that does not mean an actual <laughs> shotgun. Even though we were out in Alachua, <laughs> we still do, they still do it the modern way, not right. the old school way. Well, David exactly. and Romina, thank you so much. Well, hey, we hope you'll make it uh, down to Ocala tomorrow for our grand opening. We'll talk more about that. We're going to be right back with Eric Zika, a well-known entrepreneur. He'll be talking about all kinds of things. You're watching Meldon Law and Friends. We'll be right back. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melden Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. The Melden Law Firm from the beginning has been built on giving back to the community. I enjoy coming to work as much today as I did in 1971 when I opened my practice. I don't look at this as a job, I look at it as serving other people. While we're alive, what better feeling can you achieve than knowing that you've helped other people and thereby you enrich your own life? Being a client at Melden Law was special because I felt like I was really being listened to and I felt welcome by the entire staff. If I were in a situation where I needed legal advice and help, I would absolutely reach out to Jeffrey because his reputation alone speaks for itself. But on a personal level, I know that he would take care of me and help me solve those problems and I would feel safe with him. And I was in an accident. Someone ran a red light and hit me, and I was hurt. You don't know where to turn. Luckily, I called Jeffrey. These big insurance companies, they don't want you to win. They truly don't. But Jeffrey and his firm and the people that work here, they just really fight for you. You call the law offices of Jeffrey Belden because you're going to need help, and they will help you. I was in a truck accident because of the accident that resulted in three back surgeries. We saw advertisements on TV, and guess who popped up more often than that? It was Jeffrey. The communication that he provided was so appreciative that he shows his compassion as a human. He assisted us in achieving one of our dreams, the acquisition of a home, and we're here today with smiles on our face with the assistance from Jeffrey. The Gator Nation will be the first to tell you that in all kinds of weather, we all stick together. Which is why Melden Law is honored to be the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. We hope you never find yourself the victim of a serious accident. But if you do, our team is here for you. Gators won't back down from a fight, and neither do we. 
Hello and welcome back to Melden Law and Friends, a weekly podcast brought by Melden Law, a statewide law firm with offices in Gainesville, where we've been for 50 years, South Florida, covering the entire Tri-County area from Miami-Dade through Broward, through Palm Beach County, and also in Marion County, where we've been for 43 years. And tomorrow is our grand opening of the brand new office building at 1326 South Pine Avenue. Carrie was talking about it during the first half of the show. It's open to everybody. We want people to come. The more the merrier. <laughs> Absolutely. Free, free food, free drink, the head ball coach. There you go. Albert, Alberta, the mayor. We've got great music. There's no reason you shouldn't be there tomorrow. 430 to 7, 1326 South Pine Avenue. It's on 441. Come from Gainesville, come from Orlando, come from Ocala, come from Micanopy. We don't care. Bring it on. We're ready for you. <laughs> Bring it on. That's our <laughs> motto. It's interesting, Gary. I was on the phone. I was telling your dad, uh, Jeffrey, I, I was on the phone with the surgery center just on a routine matter regarding one of our cases, and one of the assistants said, hey, we saw the ad on television about your uh, grand opening. Can we come? And I said, of course. Tell your friends we're going to have the mayor of Ocala there doing the ribbon cutting, like you said, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, Albert and Alberta. Oh, and great giveaways. We didn't talk about the giveaways yet. There's going to be signed, uh, signed items by yeah. basketball coach, basketball coach football. football coaches, softball, baseball. Uh, All you got to do is show up. You just got to show up. You're going to be there, right? I will try my best to make it this weekend <laughs> if I can uh, you know, take some time away from work. Okay. Well, to, to, to that end, I'm going to let Carrie introduce our next guest, an extraordinarily successful, well-known entrepreneur, a uh, guy who's uh, built businesses from the ground up. So take it away. Yeah. Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Carrie. Eric Zika, uh, why don't you introduce yourself to the uh, listeners? How did you first get to Gainesville? Um, I came to Gainesville back in uh, 2001 um, to go to school. I went to University of Florida, graduated in 2005. Um, I had, a, 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 over the course of my tenure at the University of Florida, developed a passion for the restaurant and nightlife industry. And after a couple stints in both New York and Los Angeles, I decided to uh, make my way back to Gainesville and open up some businesses. So what was the first business that you were involved with in, Ga in Gainesville, and when was it uh, opened? Um, in 2007, I opened up a restaurant in downtown Gainesville uh, called 101 Downtown. Um, it was open for nine years. Um, we opened another restaurant in 2009 called 101 Cantina, um, and then we have parlayed those into um, our current uh, restaurant, which I'm operating right now, Original American Kitchen, uh, in downtown mm -hmm. Gainesville as well. So downtown Gainesville has really been the hub for, for your uh, business experience, at least in Gainesville. I know 101 Cantina was next to the Swamp Restaurant mm -hmm. for a few years until they redeveloped that whole area. But yeah. downtown Gainesville is kind of, seen, kind, of, kind of your passion, I would, I would say. No, downtown Gainesville has always had that, that very nice, um, like, homey feel. Um, and it had that, that southern flair, the southern vibes. Um, However, like of late, you know, like some new projects are coming into downtown, which um, will change that charm a little bit. But I also think it's good. It's going to bring a lot more jobs to the area. Um, it's going to bring a lot more vibrance as well. And, you know, a big initiative that we took, um, I took a big part of during COVID was uh, in order to get the open container law passed, which we did, and now it's actually going to go um, forward for the rest of time. We, we don't think it's actually going to stop, but all that does is bring a nice sense of place to downtown and the whole community, and you can, instead of everything being so strict, when you leave at one of the businesses, you can take your drink, you can go so outside. Maybe explain that a like little that. bit, because I'm not even fully familiar with that. Yeah, um, it's an initiative that uh, during when COVID happened that, you know, the city and a lot of the different restaurateurs and, you know, um, nightclub bar owners, things like that, they got together, and um, it was something I brought forward to the to the to everyone together as a whole and they i like thought of it from different cities like austin and um charleston and things like that where th these things and they do work and they do flourish and it also creates a nice sense of place and because of covid that uh, brought the opportunity to actually come to light they approved it and now they like it so much that they're just going to keep it going when you the say they you're talking about the gainesville city commission yeah the city commission right. uh, uh, approved it in a vote i know you've worked for a lot of years now with the city commission mm -hmm. on, on a multitude of matters and uh, you're starting to get a sense of, of of how the city of how the cities work because 
that's one thing that you're never really taught in school, whether yeah. it's high school or college, is, is how do governments function? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and now you have good relationships with the police officers, the city, and uh, it sounds like things are going really well downtown in, in Gainesville. Yeah, we work directly with the city manager, uh, Lee Feldman, on this initiative, and then the city commission you know, went to it and made a vote on it, and uh, that was my stint as a, uh, you know, my short-lived stint as a politician. <laughs> well, let community. me ask you this. Uh, our listeners may not have been to your restaurant. Mm -hmm. It's a great restaurant. It's, it's called Oak. Uh, but it stands for Original American Kitchen. If you haven't been to Original American Kitchen, it's a uh, varied audience. It goes, excuse from, uh, I've seen, you know, uh, college age, middle age, to even uh, the elderly go there because it's amazing food and it's a great environment. Why don't you tell the, uh, the audience a little bit about uh, Oak and, and what it was designed for and, and how the concept came about? Oh, thank you, Carrie. Um, yeah, it's Original American Kitchen, so we're bringing um, a lot of Southern uh, type inspired dishes and bringing a modern flair to them. Um, so, you know, we've done our research, you know, when I ever am trying to come up with a restaurant concept, I go, first of all, I look forward, I look at the city as a whole and what they're missing. And then I do my research and I go around to neighboring cities, you know, all over the country, whatever it may be, you know, look, look in the south. And we really thought that a southern uh, restaurant with a nice uh, ambiance and um, and uh, nightlife aspect uh, would do really well here. And we're in our sixth year now, um, and we invite everyone to come. Um, we have, a, like Carrie said, to your point, we have a lot of different types of genres that we uh, work with. And, uh, and we have survived COVID. And to everyone in this industry during this time, it was a very challenging time. But um, for anyone that has survived it, uh, we got to just keep on going. And, and uh, hopefully now that, you know, with the HR issues are going to start, you know, going down because that was a huge issue in this in our industry. What do you mean hard. by that? Uh, just uh, the, the lack of employees or anyone right. that were uh, people that were trying to apply. There were just was not a large uh, workforce, um, probably due to, you know, the unemployment and things along those lines. I, I wanted to ask you about that mm -hmm. because I know, you know, there are several well-known restaurants, some that have yet to open that are having that issue. Mm -hmm. And I personally, I think it's a lot of things. I think it's the unemployment, uh, but also maybe a lot of students that otherwise might be part of the talent pool are still you know, doing uh, study at home type things and whatnot. Do you see that starting to get back to normal or what, what do you foresee for the future it's, in terms of, as you slow, say, the HR? It's slowly um, trending upwards, but it's still, it's still a very tough task uh, overall. I mean, to your point, a lot of restaurants, uh, you know, have been on delays on trying to get open just for the uh, sheer fact of just, just hiring. Um, so it is, it is a challenge across the board in the landscape. I'm sure if you go by any restaurant, whether it's here in Gainesville or in any other city, you'll see a sure. wanted sign yeah. on the door. Um, that's just kind of the environment that we're living in. Um, but also it has increased wages across the board. Those are mm -hmm. good things. Um, but what it's, what it's going to do is going to really make, you know, the cream of the crop rise to the top. Also with Gainesville, there's been so much expansion in general yes, with yeah. Archer Road and everything along those lines that it has made the talent pool you know, uh, like a lot, there's a lot more employees needed based on the demand. Sounds that way. Let's, you, you, so you've been here since 2001, I think you said. Yes, sir. So you've been here 20 years, mm -hmm. and I, you've obviously seen a lot of changes. You were referring to it earlier. You were talking about uh, new projects, things going on downtown, the big hotel, the Santa Fe expansion. Talk about some of those, those things and how you think that's going to affect your business and people like you. Um, to me, I, I actually love when new businesses open. Um, I welcome them. Like I'd rather a bunch of different businesses be open compared to four lease signs everywhere. That's sure, not, that's exactly. not good for everywhere. Like that's why I, I try to create the open container initiative because you want downtown to be a destination where people come. And if we can actually get people from Tioga and Hale and all those types of uh, places out west and north to come downtown, uh, we just you know we want to promise a memorable experience. So well, speaking of you Hale, just got to find parking, and then you can hop around to all the different places. Speaking of Hale Plantation, I heard you just uh, you and your your lovely wife and your brand new uh, daughter Scotland just uh, purchased a house and are moving out there. So congratulations! Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, uh, we are closing on July 16th, so uh, we're just assuming that everything goes well with the appraisal that uh, we'll be able to move. I get the impression, tell me what you think about this, that even though this, there's a talent pool issue, people want to get out, though. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sensing, you know, some of the concerts that have started to happen in theaters. People are buying tickets for things eight months in advance that oh, yeah. are now sold out. Are you seeing that in the restaurant business? 
Oh, for sure. There definitely has been an uptick as far as, you know, even, you know, the amount of people that are coming out, like, you know, our reservations are definitely um, wow. increasing. Uh, the, the wait times, I mean, when you go to any restaurants downtown, a lot of the places are going to be on waits now, and it's just it's just great overall for the industry. Um, and especially just uh, the vibrance of, of downtown as a whole in general. You want you want that kind of thing because when, when restaurants are on weights and stuff like that, what is that going to force other people to do? They're going to go to the next they're spot. They're going to go to another restaurant. They're going to go to the next <laughs> spot and grab a drink, and they're going to put their name on the list or whatever right. it may be. So it's going to you know get everyone uh, to get some revenue for, for everybody. Sounds terrific. Yeah. We want to remind everybody you are watching Meldon Law and Friends, a live weekly podcast brought to you by Meldon Law, a statewide law firm with its primary office where we've been, Jeffrey's been, since 1971. You can call us anytime toll-free at 1-800-373-8000. Our primary practice areas include personal injury cases, meaning victims of catastrophic truck crashes, motor vehicle collisions, slip and fall, trip and fall, what we call premises liability cases. We even handle dog bite cases. Heck, we've been handling uh, kids on scooters, kids on bicycles, mm -hmm. pedestrians. Anytime it's a matter involving someone hurt due to the negligence or recklessness of another, give us a call at Meldon Law. We'll be right back. We're having uh, Eric Zika here for our final segments on this show. We're going to talk a little bit more about the big grand opening tomorrow. I know Carrie and Jeffrey are very excited. I'm excited about it. We want everybody to come. Again, you're watching Melden Law and Friends. Thank you for watching. We'll be right back with one more segment. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melden Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. The Gator Nation will be the first to tell you that in all kinds of weather, we all stick together. Which is why Melden Law is honored to be the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. We hope you never find yourself the victim of a serious accident. But if you do, our team is here for you. Gators won't back down from a fight, and neither do we. Welcome back to Melden Law and Friends. Today is Tuesday, June 15th, 2021. Carrie, one thing your father says each and every episode, and frankly, we can't say it enough, Melden Law is the only official law firm sponsor of the Florida Gators. And to that end, one of the things that I know your father's been very proud of, you as well, are all the ticket giveaways that we've been doing throughout the spring. And your father is emphasizing they're still going on. We'll be having them again in the fall. You know, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, whether it's volleyball, everything that involves a a Gator Varsity Sport. We will be having ticket giveaways. All you need to do, and we urge you to do this now. We, we're going to have some things going on this month and over the summer. Uh, you just never know. You just got to check out the website. Go to www.meldenlaw.com. Uh, right at the very top, you'll see a banner for giveaways, swag, all sorts of stuff. The, you just have to keep checking out that website. That's all you have to do. Yeah, Dad is the king of swag. He is. You know, Jeffrey, he's got, he's got mad swag. <laughs> and if you uh, join our newsletter, which you can sign up on our website, www.meldenlaw.com, then you will get uh, uh, some more advanced notice of when we're doing giveaways inside the office of his swag, whether it's these uh, amazing uh, cooler cups. And they're great cups, or, trust me. Or anything else that he has. So make sure you, you follow uh, the meldenlaw.com and sign up for the newsletter. Eric, uh, yes, I wanted to get back to you uh, about Oak. Uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the cuisine that's going to be uh, that's offered at Oak? Does it change? Is it pretty? You know, how does how do you create a menu? Um, we uh, we like to do menu changes seasonally. Um, so we we typically do like three menu changes uh, a year, roughly, and. Uh, during COVID, it was a lot more difficult to actually execute menu changes. Most restaurants around the country, they actually limited their menu size right. because of the issues with supply chain across the country with various proteins, uh, produce, whatever it may be. And then what you'll also start noticing, and this is not just from my restaurant or anything else, 
with inflation, the prices are going to slowly start to rise. And that's because we are, you know, our products that we are buying are way more expensive than they used to be. So you'll see a dollar or two here or there more on, on most menus across the country. You know, this kind of doves into, uh, you know, there's a question I always ask, we have an entrepreneur like yourself, mm -hmm. and that is, what advice would you give to someone, whether it's like yourself or a young person who's maybe coming out of college, wanting to start a business, and I'd like you to talk about how you learned all of this. I'm yeah. sitting here how, thinking about it. How many total businesses have you opened in your I, life? I, mean, I know it's been it, at least seven or eight. Is it trial and error, or how did you do it? Yeah, uh, I mean, I've made uh, plenty of mistakes uh, in my career. Uh, Literally, it's you know, it's it's all about just keep on going, working really hard, and you know, you learn from your mistakes. And as long as you are very passionate about what you're doing and you work really hard, you'll you'll end up being successful in the in the long run. So, like I said, though, we've had other people like yourself, uh, you know, maybe in in high tech or other things. You know, kids are uncertain what they're going to do. Heck, I got three of them, <laughs> triplets who just graduated college, you know, about a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, what would what would you say to young people right now who are looking to make a mark in this world? Uh, with the internet, I mean, possibilities are endless. Uh, like, I mean, just be creative. Come up with any ideas that you might have. You know, follow your dreams. Uh, to be honest, I'm actually moving into the uh, app sector and the tech sector myself, and uh, I'm actually working in Alachua County at San Falasco Tech uh, Tech City. So, um, I'm I'm quite freaking with the area and. You know, I mean, it's it's if you have a dream, it's literally just work really hard to to pursue it, and hopefully, good things come. Any, out. Anything you can elaborate on? Uh, it's it's an app. It's called Beach Base. It's meant to provide a resort style beach experience anywhere. Beach base. Beach base. Beach base. Yeah, it's meant wow. to provide a resort style <laughs> beach experience anywhere. We're going to be uh, launching in the Fort Lauderdale area for our beta testing uh, in mid July, and. Uh, it, you know, you know how difficult it is when you're planning to go to the beach and you're packing uh, the car with all the kids and right. everything you have to remember. The whole idea is forget about all that. Just get in the car and go, and we'll take care of everything for you. Your chairs will be on the beach for you. Your umbrellas, your cooler. <laughs> what a great idea! Uh, all your refreshments, uh -huh. toys for the kids, anything else that you might want, even your sunscreen and your towels. So. And we'll then, take care and, of it all for you. And then and you'll pick it up as well. Yeah, and then our, 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 our breakdown team will break down everything. And uh, so you literally can just get up, and then your car doesn't have to, you don't have to worry about your car getting all sandy and lugging everything back to your car and everything along those lines. So it's like an Uber app for the beach. Almost. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if an Uber app would be a, a great comparison, but if you wake up that morning, you could do it the same day. It allows you to be spontaneous. If you uh, want to go on a date um, or something, like let's go to the beach, you can just do that. What an idea! <laughs> I think that's terrific. It's released here on Meldon Law and Friends. There you I, go. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't want to have the cat out of the bag. But uh, Eric, well, we're got, getting yeah. close. So I might as well. And we were talking about Lachua. That's where the app is being developed at Collective Co. Oh, very wow. good. Wow. So uh, this is something maybe by later in the summer there might be some more info about it? Yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we're going to be doing beta testing in mid-July. And, uh, and then we'll see, you know, because uh, it's a very uh, big logistical app from an uh, inventory perspective and everything along those lines on the back end. So we just have to make sure that the product works during testing and everything along those lines. And then we will uh, start pitching. Beach Base. It's, it's a cool idea. Beach, B-A-S-E. Mm -hmm. Beach Base. Beach okay, base. there you got it, folks. Yeah. If anybody has a question for Eric Zika, maybe about his brand new app that he just let out of the bag or anything else he's done, maybe you're interested in, uh, heck, maybe you want a job at his restaurant or whatever it may be, now's the time to ask. Don't be shy. Type it in the Facebook, on our Meldon Law Facebook page. Type it in the comments section. Maybe you got a question for this man about all the things he's doing. And, uh, Carrie, we haven't really talked about the Lauderdale office. No. Where are things going to South Florida? So I knew about Beach Base because one of Eric's partners is located in Fort Lauderdale. And I know mm -hmm. he's been, uh, they've been working on it for quite some time. And uh, I've, been, uh, I've represented uh, Eric's company and, uh, for various capacities. Some, uh, uh, some we won't talk about today, but it's always been uh, interesting. And they're really, I consider them my good friends mm -hmm. uh, more so than anything else. Uh, but uh, the Fort Lauderdale office is a, uh, it's always going to be a work in progress. It takes about, and, and you've been around for six years at Oak, it takes a few years mm -hmm. uh, to really turn the corner. Uh, and right now we're starting to get more and more cases from South Florida, and I, we're going to use that to continue the momentum moving forward. We're getting great results. In fact, it was funny, I went down to Fort Lauderdale, and I started practicing. I was doing the criminal defense from 2018 to 2000 and 
2020 when uh, COVID hit, mm -hmm. and I was traveling almost to three cities a day. I was doing the day-to-day -day activities like I had done earlier in my career where I was you know, dressing up in a suit, going mm -hmm. to trial, going before the judge, representing clients, and we were getting great, great results. I was getting better results in Fort Lauderdale than I was getting in Gainesville. I'm thinking, <laughs> what's going on here? No, I, and, and I realized that the, uh, there's a lot more cases in Fort Lauderdale, and the level of preparation is so, is re that's required is so high in Gainesville that I was coming into Fort Lauderdale courts more prepared than the other attorneys because of the high level of uh, competency with the judiciary, uh, the prosecutor's office, as well as the defense bar uh, here in Gainesville. So, um, you know, just like you, you know, it took a lot of hard work and then it's starting to translate. And we're hoping to, to continue the, uh, the, the move up the hill uh, in Fort Lauderdale, uh, Palm Beach, as well as Miami. If you've been injured or arrested, I always tell people uh, we're the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. You give us a call. If we can't help you, we'll find someone that will. We Absolutely. Have a, we have a great network yeah. of uh, attorneys throughout the state. And we, our passion is making sure that our clients will continue to be our clients. And Eric knows that. I've probably and, and being in Fort Lauderdale, I did see both you and your dad on the buses down there. So yeah. what you guys have all seen in Gainesville <laughs> is now actually in Fort Lauderdale and as well. And you're, yeah. you're going to see them in uh, Ocala, Marion County mm -hmm. also. So uh, yeah. we uh, we appreciate the fact you brought that up. But mm -hmm. let me ask you this. So yes, you, you've, uh, like you said, 20 years ago, you came here as a student. Uh, you, you strike me as a guy who's into athletics. Uh, what are your thoughts about the, the Florida sports teams this past year and maybe going forward? Uh, I think we're on the we're definitely on the up and up as far as the football team is concerned. Mm -hmm. um, I think Emory Jones has a lot of potential. I think I so think, too. Yeah, I think he can definitely uh, do some damage in Dan Mullen's uh, complex offensive system. He's been you know learning for three years now, so I think he's actually going to do a lot of things and surprise some people. He's been working with Quincy Avery, is one of the best quarterback gurus in the off season. So I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised. So you get the inside scoop with some of the players. I am a big Twitter aficionado, so I'm, uh, I'm always <laughs> yeah. learning you know everything so funny? about what's going We on. had Alex Marvez, who's a friend of all of ours personally and a friend of the show and a friend of the firm, mm -hmm. you know, sports writer. And uh, when Jeffrey asked him, Alex, where do you get all this inside information? Twitter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he said, yeah. I go on Twitter first thing in the morning and uh, it's, follow it's it all day. where the news comes live yeah. before anything else, to well, be honest. Eric's a huge Miami Dolphins guy, too, because he's okay. from South Florida. Yeah. So anything about the Miami Dolphins, if you ask uh, Eric, he could probably answer. Yeah, well, unfortunately, was... Tua threw five interceptions in practice today. During a monsoon, <laughs> though. During a monsoon. So, so you know how that's, Tua that's gets true. the so we will, Yeah, and, uh, so we will give him, uh, you know, we'll cut some slack there. Since hey, was, I was uh, 14 during the 17-0 and 0 season. I uh, was living in South Florida. I was living in Miami. I was in uh, Lighthouse Point, just north of Fort Lauderdale, but those were some amazing days. Yeah, 72 and 73 Super Bowl winning teams and 17 and 0 and 72. Well, what do you think? You think there's a chance they can I was back not up alive during those times, unfortunately. <laughs> um, uh, I was alive during their other Super Bowl appearances, uh, although I was just like one years old at that David point. Woodley um, playing yeah. against the Redskins, I remember. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, hopefully, um, I really like the direction of the team. Brian Flores, I think he's an amazing coach, Terrific he's a great coach. leader. Uh, and I think that, you know, with uh, the leadership of him and Chris Greer together running the team and with the ownership of Stephen Ross, that we'll be able to do good things moving forward. Well, how about it? Are you going to be at our thing tomorrow? You said you got to work, I know, but maybe you can take a little time off and meet the head ball coach. Uh, yes, tomorrow I can actually, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll get in the car with Carrie. We'll take a ride down there. Well, well, uh, you, Saturday, you, you, I'm you, not you sure guys about might that. cause some damage. I'll tell <laughs> you. We'll, we'll, we'll try to get your partner, Tony, down too. We'll see if All we right. can get Tony out of Gainesville. That's kind of hard to do unless he's going to a different country. But, <laughs> but we sure. want to remind everybody. Tomorrow is the big day. You've heard us talk about it all show. We're going to talk about it one more time. Tomorrow is the official grand opening ribbon cutting of the Meldon Law. Brand new office in Marion County in Ocala. 1326, did I get that right? 1326. South Pine yeah. Avenue. And uh, anything you want to throw in about No, this? thank you as always. Uh, I know I'm stepping in, in Jeffrey's big shoes today, but I think uh, you did a great job uh, hosting. And Chris, this New office, uh, we're excited for you to be there, too, because you've been a great part of our growth the last few years. We're happy to, to have you as part of the team. And, Eric, thank you for joining our thank podcast you for having today. Me. Thank you for having me. We very much appreciate that, Eric. And, uh, you know, I think uh, you've got some great words of wisdom for entrepreneurs out there. Follow your passion. Follow your dream. And you work really hard. You just have to work really hard. There's you got to no, work harder than everyone else. No substitute for working harder than everybody else. Mm -hmm. um, again, everybody, want to thank you. This was Episode 34. 
If uh, you didn't see the whole show, you want to watch it again, it'll be on the Meldon Law Facebook page. It'll also be on YouTube, on the Meldon Law YouTube page. You can see all of our 33 prior episodes. We had the head ball coach himself. We had so many people. You know, Pat Dooley, the sports writer, Robbie Andrew. We could go through so many different people. It was terrific, and uh, we got lots of great things. We're going to be at the new Spurrier's restaurant. In fact, Spurrier's Gridiron yeah. Grill is going to be amazing. It it's is. going to be a centerpiece of uh, of Gainesville, and uh, you know, and I, I know Eric and I support Celebration Point too. He, yeah. he, we've gone to Prime and Pearl, and we're looking forward to checking out Spurrier's. I spend as well. a lot of money at all the restaurants. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, uh, that's what that's what you got to do in the community. For all sure. right. Again, thank you so much. This was episode thirty-four. Looks like it's a wrap, and uh, we'll be seeing you next week. Thanks again all for right. watching. And Bye, guys. Thank you.